one. All opinions expressed by the members of the Animated Dudes podcast, including guests, are of their own and do not represent Animated yeah. Dudes as a whole. So start the countdown. Ah, we're just live. <laughs> Hello, it's ShadeX, and welcome to the Animated Dudes Podcast. Now let's get animated. What the hell kind of an opening is that, Shade? That's the best we can do. <laughs> but hey, I'm back, and other people are missing because it's a very busy day. Yeah, it's probably your fault for recording on Saturday. We usually do that on Saturdays, though, and Sundays. Yeah, but yeah. then again, it's my fault for having to record at this hour since I'm usually recording the, the my podcast with the good boys at around 6 p.m. on Sundays. Yeah, this is just, yeah, Drake, Drake yeah, Drake's work. This only time Drake can record. Yeah. Oh, right. Um, new person. Introduce yourself, new person, to the audience. Okay, so my name's Capit. I am a, I'm a cartoonist, an emotional crybaby. I have a tendency to rant about everything. I have an obsessive love for certain va- for you know art and such. I've spoken about myself being a cartoonist, and I'm a part of the podcast with a. Because you guys had random here on last time, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a part of the. I'm a. I'm a member on the same podcast. He's on the Good Boys podcast. <laughs> where it's probably going to get to the point where we're going to where I have every member of the Good Boys on here at one point. Yeah, maybe we could do. Yeah, maybe like the Good Podcast does go to MomoCon Sunday. We could do a live stream with you guys. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> all right intros out of the way um you want to start on the news sure certainly what do you guys want to talk um, about well first up we've got the adventure time finale god that lost me an emotional wreck that ending <laughs> oh yeah spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it of course Yes. Yeah, I, I made. To, uh, yeah, I made a video on it. Yeah, like, I am so. I'm both depressed knowing that a show that I grew up with, uh, like Adventure Time, had to come to an end. But then again, I'm honestly glad at the same time it ended because you know, like, the show was getting stale from what I've heard, and well, I'm glad they ended before you know it started. You know, going downhill, a la what SpongeBob or The Simpsons have been doing for such a long time now. Mm-hmm. Die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yep. That's basically no. Die young or live yourself or live long enough to see yourself become the Simpsons. That's that's a better yeah. catchphrase, honestly. Um, oh yeah, we got some, and at the very end, we got some bubble lane, uh, like canon action right there. That kiss. Oh damn! I still can't believe that they actually allowed the lesbian kiss in a, a lesbian kiss scene in a children's cartoon. <laughs> Steven Universe. 
Steve, they're genderless. That doesn't count. Yeah. They have no gen. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I watched it. Um, when it the premiere like over Rabbit on on Discord with Domino, and he was he really wanted um Marceline and Princess Bubblegum to kiss. He's like, kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> yeah, he told me about that. He's like, oh, they're probably not gonna do it. And then they did, it and he screamed like a little, <laughs> like you, you said, you both got a little giddy. Yeah, I was like, it's like, yeah, yeah. I was excited. <laughs> Domino was excited, like at the same time. I was utterly shocked that like we finally made it basically law by now that like L the LGBT couple LGBT couples can be allowed in children's cartoons. Nothing ever prevented it. What? It was just nothing ever prevented it. Really, it was just quote unquote looked down on. Yeah, remember that episode of Rocco's Modern Life where like uh, they basically were like chasing him and we're gonna kill him because apparently oh. Go like rainbows <laughs> and such. Remember that episode? Yeah. Actually, anyway. <laughs> um, I like that uh, alternate intro they had. Yeah, Shermie and Beth. Yeah. Um. Like it, it felt like a yeah. The world goes on, but it's not like a everything's been forgotten. It, it felt like a nice conclusion. Like yeah, we name we may not be able to get to see it, but these characters they'll be fine. Yeah, I'm just wondering how the gumball finale is gonna be like next year. Yeah. Oh man, they're probably gonna do like some like oh you know what they could do. Mm-hmm. They could break out of the TV and go visit Cartoon Network Studios. They, you know they do it too. You mean they'll do it? They'll like uh, have these animated characters in a live-action world. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they'll go and meet their creators, and like <laughs> yes. maybe they'll walk by a flaming dumpster labeled "Oh, I don't know, TTG." It's like, what's that? Don't, don't, don't look at that. We don't talk about that. Yes, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty funny. Like um, Thundercats whole... roar. Yes. <laughs> oh, I don't want to bully the creator too much. <laughs> he might yell at me. Yes. Nico is a big um, bird. But yeah, that would be a way to do it. Just like they they fully realize that they're fictional, a la Deadpool, and then yeah. just like, go around and mess with the real world. Yeah. <laughs> And it just ends with the re and it just ends with the real world just like destroying their world or something. Uh, the whole universe it collapses on itself. <laughs> and it's all thanks to Gumball Watterson and, and then, like, it's just, just ten minutes of then it's just ten minutes of static on the TV. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Like, great, we broke it. Congratulations. <laughs> We destroyed the universe. That's the finale. Everyone dies. End season, though. Yeah, everyone dies at the end of every season of Gumball for some reason. Hard to top that. Um, but with new end, but with uh, sad endings come new beginnings. Yep. And in this case, we move on to the next bit of news with 
Transformers Cyberverse. Transformers. I've never it's, seen that show. It's a new uh, reboot of the Transformers. Fully CG, but not like that ugly CG back in 2004. It's very stylized, oh. and it actually... I've seen a lot of positive things about it, It's and I've seen it myself. It's really good. Transformers? 2000, wait, there was a Transformers something in 2004. I never heard of it. It was CG. It didn't look too good, because they were coming in a transition between Michael Bay and the Transformers and the Transformers animated series. Hmm. Like the 2D one. Uh, so it was a PS2 Transformers game or something? No, it was a it was a series. Ah, never heard of it. Like I said, yeah, or was it later than 2004? Either way, um, this series, uh, as far as I know, it's followed Bumblebee and this one other Transformer. Bumblebee lost all his memories and his voice box is destroyed again. Hmm. Uh, so he talks in like radio clips. Which I like. I like the those kind of characters that they don't have a voice, but they steal other people's voice clips to talk. I love that aesthetic. Yeah. Aesthetic. That's interesting. Yeah. Like he's he's not really a bumbling idiot, more is he's just a bit confused. Which I find more endearing than basically Patrick Star syndrome. You mean Starscream, who's a complete dumbass? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This uh, this Transformers Cyberverse cartoon doesn't look siege. Oh, never mind. It does. <laughs> it's yeah, honestly uh... depressing knowing that like uh, the action cartoons are either like a choppy flash animation, like that Big Hero Six cartoon, or just like. Entirely CGI. I honestly wish like we actually had some good-looking action cartoons again. I mean, they still they're still prominent in the East. Like yeah. anime, they never stopped yeah. making action cartoons. Dragon Ball Z, that's still going. Yeah, but that's the East. I'm talking about here in America. Oh, dude, action is dead in the West for now. Yeah, unless it's it'll so come back. Unless, it's. Unless... Yeah, I think my friend from Australia is telling me, like, in the 2020s, the resurgence of action cartoons will be taking over. Yeah, because the people that grew up on comedy are going to be like, all right, that's a bit too much comedy. Let's try something else. They might do a drama or, like, what, what's happening right now is we're, we're struggling, but very firmly moving towards uh, multi-episode story-driven cartoons like Steven Universe. It just came just a little too early. Mm-hmm. Like the rise of Netflix and Hulu, like on-demand stuff, where you don't have to wait for a studio to go like, oh, we'll play it eventually. Yeah. No, you can just binge. But hey, at least stuff like Nickelodeon and such are like moving to Netflix. So that's, yeah. a, so that's a promising site, I guess. Yeah, Netflix is a yeah, place. Yeah, it does more and more every day. Yeah, Netflix. No, like other... Nickelodeon's actually like moving their new Nicktoons over to Netflix. Oh, oh wow! Yeah. Oh yeah, Pinky That's Malinky. The... Yes. You know what's interesting though? You guys remember Fanboy and Chum Chum? Uh yeah. The creators of that show are making a new um, action cartoon called Glitch Tex, and it's really visually amazing. It's visually amazing. 
have to look that up later. Yeah. Go look it up later. Um, it's on the Transformers Cyberverse cartoon. I haven't seen the show yet. Did it premiere yet? Oh, uh, I think it's I think it's one of those things. See it early on the CN app or something, because Cartoon Network's been putting out a lot of uh, videos for it on their channel. Hmm. And on the TV channel. The tra- yeah, Cartoon Network does a crap job with action cartoons or anything that isn't Teen Titans Go. Oh God, I'm sounding like one of those spurts. Just remember. Cartoon Network doesn't make Teen Titans Go. That's DC. I know. They pay Cartoon Network a lot of money to air it. And I to... know. It's like, I know that CN didn't create Teen Titans Go. That's a Warner Brothers property. The thing that annoys me is that people think it is a Warner... It, it is a Cartoon Network show because of it. Yeah. So I know, I'm not mad at Cartoon Network. It's what pays the bills, literally. Yeah. Um, They probably, like, pay them a crap ton to air this. Um. Anyway, uh. Oh yeah. Speaking of. All right. Go ahead. I need to work on my transitions. Um. In other CG news, Mega Man Fully Charged is uh, approaching. Did it already premiere? Oh yes, it did. Oh yeah, it already premiered, and it is. And mediocre. I'm so it, it came out at a very poor time, especially with the very, I want to say, visually superior show Mega or visually superior video game Mega Man Eleven coming out in just a few months. It's coming out next month. Right, right, right. Uh, makes- I can't wait to play it. Yeah, I played the Mega Man demo uh, yesterday thanks to my brother's um, Nintendo Switch and like. I'm not good with I am not good at Mega Man because I got my ass kicked many times, even on the easiest of modes. Mm. And I think I and I think I made people hate me for saying that, didn't I? <laughs> nah, a lot of people can't beat Mega Man. It's dedication, like Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Um, oh yeah, Mike Tyson couldn't beat himself for some reason. I'm going to leave that sentence where it lies. Um, anyway, Mega Man, fully charged. It looks nothing like any of the recent video games and follows a completely convoluted, non-connected plot, unlike the Sonic Boom video game and TV show. Um, and unlike, and also, you would think Mega Man fully charged with its floaty animation, empty backgrounds, and super clean, nothing really special about them characters... Sorry, creators, would be French. It's actually Canadian, as I huh. found out. Good God! It reminded me too much of things like My Night and Me, and I immediately recognized it for as French. And I was right. Oh, for the love of God, don't mention that cartoon. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I assumed the first time I saw it, I assumed it was from that studio, but no. Upon further inspection, it was a Canadian sourced cartoon. Which makes me worry, but at the same time, I'm not surprised. This is the same country that gave us Johnny Test. Yeah, I mean, it is Canada. They're the company. They're the country that goes with quantity over quality. 
like it's a law there that it, like if you don't have like ninety percent Canadian properties, you go to jail for some reason. I think you just get fined. Like shut down. Tax thing. Yes, I don't know. Canada is pretty stupid, in my opinion, with their laws. <clears throat> um. All right. So, any other thoughts on Mega Man fully charged? Um, I've looks... only seen the. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I haven't really seen it, but it's like it's weird because it's like Mega Man is a kid named Aki now. I think. Oh yeah, is he a human? A robot? He's got a little robot inside of his head. Yeah, it's tiny talking. Which robot. that's. I mean, when he's not wearing the Mega Man suit, the robot goes through the back of his head, so... Robot? So, maybe? It'll look like a kid. Exactly, like, it's like... There's other robot masters just walking around. I don't get it, it's like... like is there like a race problem, his, like my life as a teenage robot? Yeah, it's like apparently his black sister not role for some reason is the only biological is the only biological kid he has but i don't know this cartoon is just stupid it's i weird, just saw the but... first two episodes and i really did not like it um so next in the news uh the spyro reignited trilogy good gosh what a mess how dare you i want to play that game when it comes out two months from now <laughs> You'll play it as soon as you buy the game and then download the mandatory DLC. Dude, it got delayed for a reason. <laughs> People were not happy when they found out that only the first game was on the disc slash cartridge. Oh man, I... Oh man, like I was in Mexico when that happened and like people were just losing it when that happened. <laughs> well, the, the reason be being is that like months before, a very similar game... Crash Insane Trilogy had all Did three the games thing. on the cartridge ready to go. No DLC. Yeah, but Crash, Crash Bandicoot had just one game on the disc on the PS4 version, and you had to download the other games via installation, so... Mm. I don't understand Close. why people were losing it with the Spiral remake, honestly. Oh, wait. So... That's because, like... I think it was, like, later versions. Like, the Switch version has all three of them at, uh, right in the cartridge. No downloads required. Exactly. It's the here's the thing. It's like with Switch. It's like Blu-ray disc just holds all amounts of. I don't know. It's like when Sony and Microsoft switched over to Blu-ray disc. It's like they just started uh, enforcing these stupid rules, where like you have to download the game for some reason. Yeah, that's it's really weird. Yeah, it's like you got, you can't plug and play. You can't like put in the disc and play it. You have to download it. Like. Like, I thought that my uh, Xbox One would, like, um, like, I thought that the games would just play and that all the gigabytes were for downloading games, but no, like, my Xbox got filled up with all these game downloads from disc and... It's yeah. like, I, like I mentioned, like I mentioned, it's like, Blu-ray discs are so terrible when it comes to storage that they just force you to download the games, and I'm guessing this is why people just lose it with the idea of games going to di going digital in a couple years from now. I mean, you can have your digital games, but I do like ownership over mine. Like, if I want to, like, 
trade it in or give it to a friend. I don't want to have to worry about a download code preventing them from playing it. Exactly. Neither do I. Yeah. But at the same time, like, uh, if I want to play a game, but there's only one cartridge slot, like on my 3DS, I don't Mm -hmm. mind downloading a smaller game. Like, say, WarioWare, that latest WarioWare game, I'm probably, or maybe Rhythm Heaven. Those are some games I'd like to have just on the go because they're like bite-sized. I can play them anytime. Exactly. Um, they're books. But like larger games, like an RPG, yeah, I'd want to take that out and put in a new game. Exactly. Like, that's the thing with some of those games, but yeah. Like I said, it's like when Sony and Microsoft start like enforcing Blu-ray disc. It's just been difficult to store the games in the. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's like, like Blu-ray discs have better graphics, but the cost of it, terrible storage space. All right. So, any other thoughts on the Reignited trilogy? It looks. Oh it yeah, looks, it looks nice. My friend Tyler told me how beautiful that game, how great the Spiral trilogy were, and since you know I. Never played a Spyro game, not counting Enter the Dragonfly, because apparently people lose it whenever I say that game's okay. So, yeah. I'm hoping it's going to be as great as the Crash Bandicoot remake I played last year. That was a great one. Yeah, the Insane Trilogy was awesome. Oh, yes, it was. I'm hoping that like by I'm hoping that like uh, if the Spyro remake does well, this will convince Activision to just reboot Crash and Spyro again, new generation, but with the art styles yes. of the new games. I mean, the, wildly successful. Oh yes, definitely. It's so surprising that like um, I'm so surprised to like um. Activision did barely barely did any promotion for that game and it just flew off the shelves and such. Well, yeah, it's Crash Bandicoot. The internet did most of the advertising for them. Exactly. Activision didn't have to pay with the first Deadpool movie. Exactly. It's like they didn't have to pay a dime, so maybe Activision will probably do the same thing with the with the Spire remake. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, any final thoughts on the Spyro Reignited trilogy? Um, I love the redesigns for the characters. They don't look like they don't look like Muppets, especially Ripto. He, he looks so stupid in the PS One games. I'm so glad they made him look more menacing in the remake. Yeah. Oh, and they didn't <laughs> reuse the Skyland, the Skylanders designs. Oh. I mean, it still has the plastic look of Skylanders, but I honestly think it fits better with the kind of game Spyro is, to be honest. I don't think, like, a realistic... (laughs) Spyro looks like he got his face smashed in with a mallet in that game. Spyro looked like a pug in the Skylanders game. Yeah, the Skylanders games were terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard they were good. I heard they were good games. It's like, the the problem is, like, Activision just didn't need to include Spyro in it. Yeah, it probably could have stood stood on its own with its gimmick. 
Exactly. I don't understand like why you had to kill off a beloved character. You could just left him dead like what they did with Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> I mean, how on, like how on, like Skylanders proto in the prototype design for Spyro and the Skylanders was gonna make him look more like a cartoonier version of his PS One counterpart, but like. Because they had like this red figurine dragon left in the shelf, they just repainted it purple and just called it a day. <laughs> oh. Yes. Those all thanks to someone building this disgusting red dragon that convinced Toys for Bob to just repaint it purple and call it a day. That's that's legitimately how we got Spyro for Skylanders. Yeah. So, um, you want to move on to the next news? Um, one more thing I like to mention. Um, I hope they, I hope Bianca gets a cute redesign. Honestly. <laughs> okay. Next. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all right. Um, back to cartoons. We've got Total Drama Rama, the no. preschool adaptation of Total Drama Island, and for some reason, Jude from Sixteen is there. No. Yes, this is real. I don't want to believe it's real. I hate it. <laughs> I hate well, it's real, and the theme song is a mess. Um. It's on the level of the brothers' flub. Oh God! You mean like da 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 da? It's just noises. Oh God! Who even asked for this total drama rama cartoon? Honestly, absolutely no one. Total drama had wrapped up its story, for as far as I know. I just stopped watching after season two. Um. No, I stopped when they started doing that musical thing. Um, I never saw Revenge of the Island because, you know, they, that's what they should have done in season two. Whatever. Teletoon and Media DHX are crappy animation studios in Canada. They're the Deke Entertainment, if you could say that. If it's a proper now, if that's a proper comparison, honestly, I'm wondering. Can you they just need to branch out from their sort of kind of. They just need to branch out of their flat, blocky, uh, slightly thick outline. Basically, enough of the vector graphics. Get out of pen and paper, dude. It's Canada. How many? It's like Canada has quantity over quality. Why do you think like so many Canadian cartoons look so garbage? Yeah, I do not like Canadian cartoons. Like they'll they'll let anyone have a cartoon because tax because taxes pay for it, right? Don't don't Canadian don't Canadian taxes like pay for the taxpayer money go towards cartoons? I don't know. Whatever. A friend of mine wants to like uh, put an end to this hatred towards Canadian cartoons, and you know. Try to make something great out of it. All I could say is I hope for the best for him because I honestly want 
Canadian cartoons to be good. I cannot stand it's, how they will... It's on the level of French cartoons where it's like, um, you never know what you're going to get because you could get something like <clears throat> The Miraculous Ladybug or you could get My Night and Me. Never mention My Night and Me ever again. My Night and Me. <laughs> All I can say is, like, I'm hoping we can actually get good Canadian cartoon. Like, legit, I hope. Isn't Clone, High a, can, isn't Clone High a Canadian cartoon? Yeah, I think it like, is, yes. Problem was, problem was MTV treat like crap and such. Yeah, they yeah well, like I said, mixed bag. Yes. So let's stop talking about that nightmare and move on to another piece of news before we all get depression. Um, all I could say is I hope Canadian cartoons actually start becoming good in the next era. So the studio G Kids um, has released the trailer for their <clears throat> uh, has released their English trailer for their film MFKZ. MFK. Have you guys seen it? I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, guys, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm on the. It's an anime. Mura, it's, it's an anime. Mura Fukas. And Mura Fukas. Yeah. I, I hope I'm pronouncing yeah. that right. It's based um, on a French comic series by. I'm not going to read the name, but. Like I said, French animation is a mixed bag. You can get something great or something. Eh. It's an. It's a, It's. And French. this is this is very much on the great side. And it's an anime. It's real. an anime film based on a French comic. And it has okay, and it has um. Who are the voices? Let's see. Vince RZA, Vince and Vince Staples. So it's like hip. They got some rappers to do voices. It's appropriate. Like I love just like everything about this. It looks modern. It looks like action packed. There's a dude in the poster. There's a dude running away from an explosion. With a guy wearing a with a guy with a skeleton head, several guns, like real actual guns, and a girl that looks like Ashley from WarioWare. Yeah. And and Squanchy's there, just straight up Squanchy. Yes. Do you think they'll put an end to that stupid Canadian law? The one where like a uh, quantity over quality and such. I, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, isn't there like a? Well, I any, uh, well, I do have a question. You think Manny will have a chance to make a good Canadian cartoon? Yes or no? Oh, everybody's got opportunity. Yeah. And he's not working for those crappy studios like then he is not gonna work for those crappy studios like Teletoon and Media DHX, so that's another great thing. Yeah, Canada does yeah, Canada funds the cartoons, so like yeah, if a good yeah, if one good animator, one good creator gets that funding, he'll you'll he'll you'll probably make something great. No, you don't need funding from the country. You could just have you could just have a studio fund the the cartoon. Yeah, you yeah. 
But no, that's what happens. I think Canada like funds the cartoons, <clears throat> which is why there's so much quantity. Like I right. say, they need to put an end to that stupid law, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, like America doesn't have laws like that. I don't know. It's like this was some dumb law they created in 1964 or something because yeah. like uh, studios were terrible and were doing terrible with money or something. But then again, Teletoon is a. We said, but I think I said it that Teletoon was basically the Canadian Deke Entertainment, right? Can we kind of agree on that, or what exactly? Yeah, basically. <clears throat> so anyway, MFKZ. Yeah, <laughs> it looks it looks cool. It's by um the same studio that made a movie called um, Mind Game, which I saw. Is it Mind? My yeah, Mind Game, <clears throat> which aired on Adult Swim on April Fool's Day. And like yeah, they and also did like or they've also done work for like Batman Gotham Knight. And uh, I can't pronounce that. Tech on Kikrit. I don't know. This looks great. This movie looks really great, honestly. Yeah, I want to see it. I want to see it. Let's see. Uh, uh, release on a two-day special theatrical event, October 11th and 16th. Select theaters will start screening the film Friday, October 12th. If I can find it, I want to see it. And if I can't see it, I'll probably find it on like Netflix or something. Yeah, I know. Maybe. Independ- I know I have an independent theater near me. Like they usually, they usually like pick up movies like this. But it looks like it'll be a fathom event <clears throat> where it's like I hate being like in the most one of the most rural parts of the country because I there's nothing cool around here because they're too far away and I, nobody picks us for select theaters or concerts unless it's a country artist and I hate country where do they play indie films I'm wondering eh, they want to give them to as many people as possible so they try and get uh, mid to bigger cities with open minds hmm. yeah also oh, there's so, a Oh, there's a movie theater here in Florida that plays independent films. That'd be cool to watch. That'd be cool to go to someday. Okay, so should I read the synopsis? Yeah, go ahead. MFKZ centers on young Angelino and and his skull and flame pal Vince who live in a seedy tenement in an L.A.-inspired dystopian metropolis, a burnt-out, gang-and-cock-house-ridden neo-urban hell. Following a scooter accident, Angelino starts experiencing migraines, strange hallucinations, and fits of rage superpowers as he slowly awakens to the truth of his origins. He is half-human and half-macho, a supernatural alien race that is bent on taking over the planet. Hmm. That would explain why there are actual humans and him. This is what I. Oh, yeah, and um, 
I don't know. And Jorge Gutierrez, for the creator of El Tigre and Book of Life, he's doing a voice for yeah. this movie. Oh, dude, yes. And we Gina need more Car- El Tigre. And Gina Carlo Esposito <clears throat> from Breaking Bad, who played he played Gus Fring. He's in it. Ooh, nice. We need more El Tigre, honestly. Mm. All right, so... Oh, let me check here. Um, Questions. Did anybody submit a question in the questions chat? Wait, before we do questions, can we talk about how people basically were throwing hissy fits at Nintendo because they delayed their Nintendo Direct this week? Oh, they really shouldn't. They did it out of respect because of a recent earthquake. Exactly, but like the problem is, it's like uh, self-entitled Nintendo fans, like harassing. It was mostly small children. What? I was reading down in the Twitter comments, and like a lot of people were very respectful. Like, um, we hope you're doing well. Uh, please let everyone be okay. Things like that. Yeah. I had to really they search haven't... for people going like, this is so unfair. How do you know these are children doing this? Look at the Twitter profiles. <clears throat> you can tell what kind of people they are just by looking at the stuff they tweet and repost. Huh. That's interesting. If they're not children, yeah. they act like children. <clears throat> huh. That is depressing. Yeah. And what's even weirder is... Um, how did these children get Twitter accounts? Isn't there an age lock? Dude, the eight, the, are you 18? You have to be 18 years or older. Lock it does not work anymore. You could, like, anyone could oh, yeah. just say, yeah, I'm 18. I'm not responsible for you getting offended at my tweet because it was meant for children. Exactly. Or it wasn't appropriate for children. That's the thing. The same thing with YouTube videos. You need to be 13 to have a YouTube account, so I don't see any problems with showing anything that's appropriate for a 13 year old i don't know i don't know these companies should why should we care about what the children do honestly that's their parents job anyway um questions people have typed in questions um thoughts on mr meaty you guys remember mr meaty oh god my parents i'm so happy my parents punished me whenever I try to watch that show because looking back on it, it it's pretty disgusting. I I have faint memories of it, but I do remember that I laughed so hard at some of these episodes because it was so bizarre. It was so Nickelodeon. I watched it for my parents and they enjoyed it too. I don't know. It's, 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 I don't know. It's a weird show. It's like very weird. But oh I, god, I, there was that one character, Edward R. Carney. That guy legitimately gave me nightmares. Oh yeah, that, that that blue guy. He was like frozen. Yeah, he apparently was... he was like he was like 120 years old who and he cryogenically froze himself just to see his restaurant. <laughs> yeah, and then there yeah, was there was that about... one episode where where Josh makes a meat clone, he makes like a meat girl. It's just super weird. Like he takes girls' hair and stuff. 
And like like Parker collects oh, girls' no, hair. No, please, please, no! I don't want to think about this show anymore. Please. <laughs> There's that one episode where he had like a worm in his stomach, and it came out of his mouth, and it started eating things. Oh god, no! More. Oh yeah, then the want, meat, then wanna... the meat girl leaves <laughs> leaves Josh for a big hunk of meat. <laughs> Like a big, <laughs> a big frozen hunk of meat. He's like, and she's like, next please, question. a hunk of meat. Please, next question. I don't want to talk about the show anymore. Beef right there. All right, all right, all right. Enough of Mr. Meaty. All right. I okay. want to. I want to remember the good parts of Nickelodeon, not that thing anymore. Ooh, Mega Babies. What? Um. Let's see. What do you prefer, new ideas or reboots? I'd say I'd say new um, ideas. Reboots. I'm tired. If, done, or... if, done, if you here's the thing with reboots, that's a good idea. Like you could reboot an old property that people hated and give fresh new life and just actually make it better. That's the thing I love about reboots. Or if it's a the show that's is... become dated, you could actually make it more interesting with a reboot. The problem is, well. Most of the time, reboots are done by people who really don't care about what they're doing, and they're just doing it for a quick buck. Yeah, like, <clears> oh, that's one part. Reboot. Like, I watched... The, um, re- like, the thing is, people don't reboot shows that suck. People reboot shows that, they're, that are successful and people have fond memories of. And yeah, but the people the that make these like, shows, they have passion, but they have all the passion of a fanfic writer. No, but, like, here's the thing. You can reboot... It's like, I think a better idea is just reboot a cartoon that people didn't like from the old days and just try to make it better. That's how I always envisioned reboot. Yeah, but sadly, that's not how it works. Studios see a successful cartoon, they're like, they liked it then. We should bring it back. But we can't re-air old episodes. And we can't really just make new ones out of the blue. Right. Let's reboot it. That's basically how the conversation goes. Yeah, we got the crappy Powerpuff and Ben to it. Mm -hmm. But as far as preference, I want new ideas. I've seen way too many TMNTs. Evidence has shown rebooting old properties like Powerpuff Girls don't work because the original inspiration isn't there. And even it, and when they do reboot them, the inspiration is misguided. People just think, oh, the old show did it like this, so let's do it like this, without realizing where that inspiration came from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think a good example of a reboot, I'm not, I'm not up to date on this show, but Voltron, like, the, the old show is, like, very dated. Like, and it was like a dub of an anime where they changed the story. Yeah. But like the Voltron reboot, it's more it's anime inspired. It's it's like it's it's a, it's like a it's it's a lot better. Yeah. I, I haven't really. It's watched. from people with experience telling stories. Like Legend of Korra, it was a mess. It was a slightly a slightly organized mess, but a mess. Um, I guess Voltron was like their second wind, where they got a lot better. <laughs> Too bad its fan base was uh questionable. Anytime something's popular, their fan base gets toxic. Yeah, that's the tragedy of things, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with new ideas comes fresh inspiration, fresh characters, fresh fanfic. There you go. 
inspiring new people instead of just like, oh, and like if you found out like a beloved cartoon of your childhood, like Cat Dog, was a reboot, and you went and saw the original and it was better, like the heck, I got the inferior version. Cheap yeah, shot, wouldn't it? Yeah, I wonder how like fans of Teen Titans Go are gonna look at like the original. They're gonna see all the different incarnations, of the Teen Titans. They're gonna find about find out about the comics if they're still into that kind of thing. Cartoons like that don't age very well. You can go back and watch an episode of like SpongeBob season one, and you can get jokes that went over your head as a kid. That's yeah, rewatch that's... value. That's Teen why Titans you want to target a cartoon towards an older audience. It's funny to kids, but it's also funny to adults. So that way, when the kids grow up and they think, "Huh." I remember that cartoon. How good is it now? It it's is still good. good. I just yeah. don't feel the it's same with Teen I just don't think the yeah. same thing with Teen Titans. It's just like... I don't know. It just really doesn't look... I just... I don't know how to describe it. It's like, I really do not like Teen T the original Teen Titans, to be honest. It's just boring, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Seriously, don't understand why people think it's a great show, to be honest. Uh, it was a bit more story-focused uh, in the later seasons. People liked the... Uh, people grew to like the art style of the... Like, that anime boom of the 2000s. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and uh, they kind of just grew fond of these characters and the world-building they established. Hmm. Titans Go kind of threw that all out the window and... and uh, almost literally put a middle finger up to the screen and said, F you guys, this is for children. We yeah, don't care like about Teen you. Titans. This is for the children. But I like Teen Titans Go. Yeah, it's, it got better. <laughs> but I mean, it was like people were waiting for a conclusion. and, and like... Yeah, they kind of abruptly ended the first series. Um... Leon, oh, oh my god, what the heck? Right. Guys, are you still there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still here. Why? Oh, no, because my idiot brother kicked the internet box with a soccer ball and it's just acting like, Don't play me! Okay. <laughs> Ma Leandro pateó un pelota de soccer contra el internet. Sí, pero... You guys still there? Yeah, yeah, we're still here. Yeah. I'm so no, I'm sorry. It's right. a wrong answer that. So next question. Oh we're we're out of questions. <laughs> okay, yeah, last ones. Last Oh, okay. I guess we can ha I guess we can get this one other one. Uh if you can meet any ma animator, who would it be? If you were to be any animator, who would you be? Um uh, meet any animator. I'd probably say um, Milton Knight. I absolutely adore his stuff. I would just, like, honestly, Craig McCracken. Like I said, Milton Knight, like, um, his stuff has heavily inspired my um, artwork as of uh, since the beginning of this year. And it's like, it's been getting the attention of a lot of popular art 
artsy fartsy people on Twitter and such. So, hmm. you guys remember the you remember that Sonic cartoon from the nineties where uh, that giant ass for some reason? Uh, kinda, yeah. Bill Knight was the one who redesigned Robotnik for that cartoon. Oh. He, Mel Knight was responsible for this design. Oh, yeah, so that design. Yeah, like, um, he said, like, his reason he. The black eyes with red eye, red rings, and he went, Pingus! Yeah, I, I, people see that, uh, he talked in an interview that he Botnik's classic look because of how simple it looked and such. Like he was a person who like writ who, who draws his stuff heavily from the golden age of animation, like uh, Looney Tunes class, like old Looney Tunes shorts and such. So that's. Although I couldn't look at this Robotnik for too long, or else I'm gonna have nightmares. Really. What is wrong with his eyeballs? I don't know. Or eyeball. He's got a single Yuna eye, just like Sonic. I seriously don't understand why people complain about Sonic's... Cartoon characters in the 1920s had that. People don't complain about it. I mean, yeah, but it was kind of a thing that kind of died. Sonic's the only one that does it anymore. Yeah, but it's like... It's such a unique design choice. I don't understand like why people complain about it. To be honest, not really complaining. We kind of just moved past the point where we're just making fun of it. <laughs> I saw one picture, or it was a small comic thing. Uh, Sonic. Comic. He had like these bright pink eyes. Eye, and Mario was like, "Sonic, uh, you don't look too good." Uh, are you okay? And, his, and he started widening his eyes like, dude, you're freaking me out, man. And it opened wider and wider, and it turns out it was just Kirby in a Sonic costume. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for making me feel self-conscious about my art, guys. Oh, dude. It's fine. Okay, so, and uh, wait, can I talk about which anime I want to meet, or... Yeah, go ahead, man. I guess since you said Craig sure McCracken, maybe Jendi Tartakovsky. A lot of people I know are heavily influenced by Gendy Tartakovsky and McCracken to varying degrees of, of quality. Yeah. Like, people... There's almost nobody in the late in the late nineties that hadn't been influenced by his work because like he makes some good crap. Yeah, it's like Craig McCracken was basically the guy that he was basically the original what who was that one guy who created Adventure Time? Remember? Yeah, he Ward? was the original Pendle Pendleton Ward. Where, like, everybody tried to copy his art style to varying degrees of quality and such. Yeah. Although, he could, or, like, Craig had different art stuff. Like, he did, and like Gendy, because, you know, Gendy did both Dexter and Samurai Jack, two heavily different art styles. Oh, yeah. 
Well, Grant, it's like... Well, granted, a rebuttal, like, if you did have the art, the outlines to Samurai Jack, it does look a lot similar to Dexter, to be honest. Yeah, although a lot can change just, like, with a simple flick of a switch. Yeah, that like, is uh, true. For example, the Powerpuff Girls had super thick outlines, simple designs, and then there was Foster's that didn't have, that had almost no outlines at all, and, mm -hmm. like, used a bunch of simple and complex shapes. Yeah, they're basically symbols, as what my yeah. friends, what Foster's, like what my friend said, like they were just moving symbols with their design because of how they look and such. Yeah, it made it easy to animate and with it, they could <clears throat> focus more on the writing. Exactly. It's like Foster's wasn't the kind of cartoon that focused on animation, it focused more on its writing and such. Yeah. Because it wasn't really anything to animate. Kind of wish people didn't complain about the show because of, oh, Blue's in it. I hate this cartoon. It's the worst. Yeah, I liked Blue. Yeah, people hate... Yeah, there's a lot of people I know who hate Fosters because of Blue in particular. That's the only reason they hate that show. Yeah, but yeah, then there's like, what's it? Right, Butch Hartman. We don't talk about All right, that. Hang on, I'm not going to talk about him too long. Uh, Hartman, you could tell, he doesn't have much of a style outside of his quote-unquote fairly odd parent style. Yeah like, um, the, the, yeah, like most of his drawing videos on the internet just like really... His he doesn't even draw in the fairly odd parent style because ever since the, ever since they switched to like computer vector graphics, like Butch, I guess has just forgotten how to draw anything. Yeah, his art is pretty bad, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's 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 weird looking. <clears throat> yeah, and like he'll be able to draw Timmy and Cosmo and Wanda because he's been doing that for years. But as far as drawing anything else in quote unquote the fairly odd parent style. That's a rough draft at best, because you know he'd have to simplify their designs to be animated. Exactly, and like here's the thing, it's like, and here's the thing, like Butch Harmon didn't even design most of the characters. Like those are drawn by other artists copying his style. Did hang on? Did Fairly Odd Parents end after Butch left? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, it did. They didn't get a it didn't get a big finale or anything. It just it just it just ended. Yeah, just like it just died with a whimper. Well, at least it died. If only the same happened to the Simpsons. <laughs> that would be a great day. Like I think like most of the original people that worked on the Simpsons have moved on to other projects. Yeah, like it's gonna die. It... The money's gonna die. How long? The day the money it... dies is the day the Simpsons dies. How long from now would be the day that they finally cancel the Simpsons, Family Guy, and SpongeBob? Uh, probably when Tom Kenny dies. When Tom Kenny dies, or when he loses his voice, there's no one really that can replace SpongeBob. And if they try to, they're gonna get a bit of an uproar. Yeah, it's... I don't know. I know they're, they're making like, us. Uh... 
I know they're making a SpongeBob, a third SpongeBob movie. Yeah, it better be better than Sponge Out of Water. Wait, is it gonna be Sponge Out of Water? Can I talk? Yeah. I feel rude interrupting and such. Oh, it's alright, man. Like, I was gonna say, like, um... What was it? Like, from the way Nickelodeon is constantly pushing Spongebob less and less into schedule and focusing more on Loud House, I'm pretty sure Spongebob is gonna end in a couple years or so. I'm wondering. Mm. Well, it was like that for a while, and like Danny Phantom, Fairly Odd Parents, even the Rugrats, they beat SpongeBob every now and then. But he always came back. It's like a virus. You have to kill it completely, or else it'll come back. Yeah. Is that dangerous? It's honestly depressing that the cartoon that influenced me to draw is also on, is also the cartoon that will never die. <sighs> Yeah. I mean, but then again, like, when Spongebob did come out, like, it did kill off the Rugrats completely, so. Yeah. I mean, the Rugrats needed to end at some point. The babies needed to grow up, and then we got all grown up, baby. What about Spongebob? Oh, so apparently, apparently the second SpongeBob film is gonna be in CGI, which is disappointing because I like seeing. But like the second half of Sponge Out of Water. Yeah, I think it might be completely be CGI, which is disappointing because I wanted to see a two D animated film in theaters. You mean it's a wonderful Sponge? Yeah. <laughs> Said. It's... You mean the upcoming SpongeBob movie? Yeah. Yeah. Says. I mean, I liked the 3D models that they used, but it just felt so mismanaged. Like, they <clears> had the models, they had, what, a loose fraction of a story, but they didn't really do anything with it. It just felt like a... It just felt like a mediocre special that could have been released in the first three seasons. Yeah. I'm just hoping that. So yeah. What the hell? I'm just hoping that we officially get a prop. What would a proper finale to SpongeBob be like if Nickelodeon just decides to put an end to it? Um, maybe just I don't know. Not something along the lines of Adventure Time. That was too fantastical, and it earned it. SpongeBob went past that point, so. Take a Fairly Odd Parents. Just stop making episodes. Yeah, I think the movie was a... Yeah, they should have ended on the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, the first one. Yeah, the first one. I'm, that's that would have been a proper send-off. Yeah, but no, Nicola, ni but no, that, But no, that punk woman, Simon Zarkami, wanted more money. Whatever, I'm glad she... I'm glad that... Bitch got fired. She was ruining Nickelodeon just for the hell of it, just to turn it into another Disney Channel. Didn't she try to? Didn't she threaten to blacklist the creator Constant Pain or something like that? Yes. Constant Pain like wanted, I said, the creator wants... Constant Pain wanted to unionize workers or something like that for yeah, like the... less strict deadlines and things, but um, they said, "Ha nope." Here's the thing: Zymazarkami is a terrible person. She just screwed over Nickelodeon because she wanted to turn it into Disney Channel and such. 
Yeah, the live action shows like Drake and Josh was good. Like in all that. And then we found out Dan Schneider. Yeah, his shows became more and more Disney Channel like. Like as time went by. Like it used to be like its own edit Nick shows had their own identity. And then like uh this woman came in and turned it into channel. Okay. Yeah. Now just a second. <clears throat> All opinions expressed by the members of the Animated Dudes podcast, including guests, are of their own and do not represent Animated yeah. Dudes as a whole. Thank you. I want that woman. I want that woman's head on a guillotine and on my wall. Prize of the earlier transgression. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm hoping the new president actually try to make the channel good again. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I hope Nickelodeon improves. Yeah, I think they went through their CN real phase just a little bit. Yeah, like this was technically their CN real phase. Yeah, I remember they just aired not like like their promos. Like it's nothing but live action. Maybe like two cartoons. I'm hoping Panic is their. Yeah, they're due for a renaissance soon. Yeah, like. Planet Panic has so much potential. I'm really hoping that's like the Adventure Time Nickelodeon need, desperately need. Like they mistreated yeah. Harvey Beaks. They like like, and I heard like someone told C.H. Greenblatt mm. that um that they'd rather like license shows like that terrible CGI album, The Chipmunks, because it's cheap than air Harvey Beaks. Like I said, Zima Zarkami, she was. She and I'm sorry, but she deserves to die. Oh God, I sound like one of those cartoons. I sound like one of those cartoons, Bergs. Quick, um, are you gonna end this? <laughs> right, let's end it before we um, get in any legal trouble. Yes. I'll get the rocket launcher. All I can say is, um, Sarah Levy or call yourself you better fix nickelodeon or else i'm gonna have your you as my next target <coughs> um watching the animated dudes podcast oh, Domino. um Domino. oh, dominoes just came in at the last second um i'm drake star that was i'm drake star that was shade that's Catbit. Catbit. real quick tell people where they can find you um search up Go to my Twitter page, Toonmation. Um, it's just just write down honorary good boy, Toonmation. The T and M should be capital. Mm. That's how you find me. This is like a, all right, and check out the Good Boys be. podcast where uh, Toon calls or where a cat calls home. Mm. I yeah. should be on that podcast. I heard it's pretty good. Oh, yeah, definitely, Domino. <laughs> Um, Let's right. just hope. Okay, see you next time. Bye. All right. Bye. 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 I enjoyed this. This episode was fun Ooh. to be on. <laughs> <laughs>